Upon receiving a cancer diagnosis, the patient typically faces many challenges, including feeling confused, overwhelmed, and alone. All of them are emotionally draining. The gaps between the guidance, emotional support, and education that is needed and what one actually receives can be huge. This podcast fills those gaps. My name is Talia Dendi, and this is Navigating Cancer Together. Hello, and welcome to Navigating Cancer Together. My name is Talaya Dendi. Today, our special guest is Cindy Dolphin. I am very excited for you guys to learn more about Cindy. Cindy is a four-time cancer survivor who has been through nine surgeries that required post-surgical wound care drains. The attending nurses provided safety pins for managing the drains instructing Cindy to use the pins to attach heavy drains to her clothing. Cindy engineered a more effective protocol that resulted in the invention of the Keeley Medical Drain Carrier, a simple mesh apron that effectively and comfortably suspends drains during recovery. This device is now standard use at several prestigious hospitals around the U.S. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Talia. I am so honored to be a part of this uh, new launch that you have, and I think it's going to be um, tremendously helpful for so many people. And thank you for including me in your inaugural event here. Thank you so much, Cindy, and it's an honor to have you. Um, the, the product that you have engineered and created is amazing. I just want the, the listeners and the audience to know that they have this option out there for them. So why don't you share a little bit about who you are and what you do, Cindy? Well, thank you again. I had a very long career in um, uh, area that had nothing to do with medical devices. I was in the adult beverage industry for many years, but during the um, towards the end of my career, I had successive diagnoses of breast cancer, and um, it required me to have a number of surgeries. And I felt as though there was a void in the care of the patient after surgery. They were given basically no option to manage drains. And I knew that at least for me, it was a terribly difficult time, not only coming out of surgery, but being embarrassed to be out in public <clears throat> with drains that were holding 
blood clots and mucus. So I felt the pain of almost every patient who has to deal with those drains and decided to leave the adult beverage industry. And with the help of many people, I came up with the medical drain carrier and it has resulted in a tremendous response. And many people feel as though this has actually made a difference in their recovery. So I'm pleased that it really became out of need and it made a difference in lives after surgery. That is wonderful, Cindy. Thank you so much for creating this product because as you mentioned, so many people struggle after surgeries and it's not the most comfortable thing. It's like you said, it can be embarrassing. And I just want to applaud you for coming up with something like this during a very tough time in your life. So um, you, you touched a little bit about why you became an entrepreneur at your age. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Sure. I didn't really choose to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> I really, it was out of need. And um, I had never thought about becoming an inventor, getting a patent. It was really nowhere on the bucket list. But again, as I built this and engineered a product that really was helpful, and was embraced by the medical community, I felt that, you know, as a patient, I might be a really valuable source for innovating solutions. And sometimes the day-to-day -day issues that patients have are overlooked by the medical device community. And the decisions are made in the C-suites and no one comes and talks to the patient to make sure the problem they're having is gonna be solved. So there's a brilliant gentleman who came up with um, uh, something called um, human-centered design and he won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1978. Herbert, Dr. Herbert Simon, and he basically said, when you're solving a problem, you really need to be in the shoes of the person who is experiencing the problem. So when a solution is engineered, be sure to include the individual that's gonna use the solution. So I'm now calling myself a cancer entrepreneur, and I am so happy that I had the opportunity to do it, even at an age of 60, I came up with this product and there was such a wonderful support system that got me through it, but it wasn't really a decision. It was out of need. I love that. And you know, Cindy, age does not matter. I'm so glad that you didn't allow that to stop you from pursuing your, your design and getting it out to more people. That That's so important. I also really appreciate what you said about, you know, talking about things and creating things from a patient-centered perspective. That's so important to get the feedback of patients. So my question for you is when you, did you talk to your doctor or oncologist about what you, the workaround really that you created and how was that received by them if you were, if you shared that with them? Sure, I was so blessed that my oncology surgeon was extremely supportive of coming up with a solution. He had, he had actually initially suggested I bring a Home Depot apron to my surgery so that I could manage the drains with the apron. 
And then I thought it can't go into a shower. And one of the major um, frustrations when you have drains is if you use safety pins, there's nothing to pin them to when you bathe or you go into a shower. And if I used a canvas apron, I wasn't going to be able to take that into a shower. So that's when I started working with mesh and coming up with a design that was uh, possible to wear all times, even when you're bathing. And when I brought it to my oncology surgeon, he was so helpful and actually offered to allow me to prototype it with 20 of his patients. So we were able to get a very um, honest, authentic feedback loop going um, because he was willing to give it a try with his own patients. That, I love that. I That is so important. The fact that your doctor listened to you and he was willing to work with you and then also share this with other, other patients of his, that, that's so important because as you know, some people don't get that, um, that lucky where they have a doctor that they can have that kind of relationship with and that much communication with. So that is awesome. I love that. My oncologist actually provided a wonderful quote that um, I think really applies and that's equipping a patient with the knowledge that their own creation can improve the medical outcome of others only adds to their own healing process. So when you're actually creating a solution that's gonna be used by other people, it helps you do the healing that you need to do. That's, that's so true. That is so true because you, you feel supported in that. And someone has taken into account your perspective and your needs. So yes, I, I really, I haven't even met your doctor, but I, I like your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he would definitely love you. So <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. You. And so, Cindy, what role did the startup community play in your initial planning stages? So much like a cancer doula is an amazing network of helping, navigating, um, coaching, counseling. Uh, the startup community was very helpful to me. Um, it's made up of very young entrepreneurs. So I felt a bit out of place, but it didn't last long. I was given a tremendous amount of um, counseling, uh, education from folks who were very close to how you begin a company, how you create the infrastructure of that company, how to get launched and how to contact people who are relevant to your particular industry. So as you support people who are going through the cancer journey, I was lucky to have a number of mentors that were very, um, very knowledgeable about sourcing things, uh, identifying um, administrative needs, getting um, loans, getting financing. So um, the startup community is a great way to go. And that includes the Small Business Administration. I went to them and they were um, so great about um, issuing a small business loan for me. And they also met with me on a regular basis and gave me some key um, contacts so that I was building the company in a way that was set for success. Wonderful, wonderful. And can you talk about in a little bit more detail the mechanics of the drains just for the people out there who are listening 
who may want to go back and do research, they may be considering something like this. What are some very key um, things that are very helpful with the drains? Well, the drains are built on a suction principle. They were invented about 50 years ago by two doctors um, at a military hospital who saw that um, after surgery, when fluids were accumulating in the wound area, it was um, allowing um, infections and complications to occur in that surgical area. So they invented um, a small device, it's about the size of a large lemon that has um, one entrance for a drain line and then another for um, air to get in and out. And so when the surgeon completes the surgery, the drain line is inserted in the wound area. At the other end is this lemon size drain that's collapsed and then shut so that is um, the suction can begin to work on bringing the fluids away from the wound area. So typically there's two to four of these drain bulbs that are inserted during the surgery. And then patients have to wear them anywhere from two to six weeks. And in some cases for even longer. And um, they slowly but surely collect blood clots, mucus, anything that would prevent the healing um, of that surgical area. That's amazing. That's, that's so important. I have never had breast cancer, but I have talked to women that have, and they you know, talk about how their range of motion and is impacted by that, how painful it can be. So this is such a very important and critical product. And I, I just wanna thank you for taking an opportunity um, to create something like this. It's, it's just so important. And well, coming from someone who really, really needed it is, is yeah. even more important. <laughs> well, and you've done the same thing. You've identified the need and then created and engineered something to address that need. And I think it's, um, maybe this is premature to answer one of your questions <laughs> ahead of time, but I think it's where we can all have an impact is looking at those who are going to be behind us as we go through this cancer journey and extending a way to help them as they go through that journey, either doing something like being a doula or creating a better device to help them as they come through surgery. And I love the fact that mostly women who have been through breast cancer are doing exactly that. They're turning around and helping those who have to come through the breast cancer journey behind them. So true. That is, that is so true. And what I found is that these tough times in our life, when something comes at us, we're not expecting it. We're kind of blindsided by it, but we're able to take it and use it for good and good that can help other people. So a lot of times I believe, you know, certain things happen for a reason. And unfortunately through tough situations, we birth something beautiful. And um, that's how you learn, that's how you grow and that's how you help other people. Oh, very true. And thank you for saying that. I absolutely agree. So sometimes having a cancer diagnosis has a silver lining. And if you can find it, 
and take advantage of it. That's right. I agree. So Cindy, how can patients be more engaged in the process of building solutions to medical challenges? You touched on that um, in your previous comments. Is there anything, are there any other ways that they can become more engaged? Well, I think it also um, is important for a patient to provide feedback to their medical teams, their nurses, their doctors, uh, therapists, um, and let them know where there's maybe a void in where their care is not meeting their needs. Um, don't be afraid that because a individual has a degree and has doctor credentials, that they're not hearing what you have to say. So take it upon yourself to really express where issues are coming up and even inventing some ways that you could come up with a solution. I think there's a wonderful story of a young girl who had cancer and unfortunately required chemotherapy. And when she was going to the chemo unit, it always was very intimidating because no one her size or age was in the in the uh, chemo unit with her. And so between her and her father, they created um, an, uh, um, a uh, post so she could hang her chemo bag on it that was her size. And then it would have a teddy bear on it. So she could take it to the area where children of her age were and she didn't feel intimidated by being around adults. So it was a simple invention, but it made all the difference for this young girl and for other children after her. I love that. And like you said earlier, out of need, we get really creative. Oh, we do. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and I love that story. And it just goes to show that it doesn't matter how old you are. You can have input and you can have an impact. And so age does not matter. And I always say these two things. Cancer doesn't care how old you are. And I always encourage people that you are the expert on you. So to your point about not being, a, being afraid to speak up, that is so important um, to your quality of life and outcome. So it's refreshing to hear you say that as well. Yeah. And also, I believe that caregivers often can identify needs for patients. Um, those who are you know, in person with the patient on a regular basis may see, where, may see where there's a shortfall. And I encourage them to also talk to their medical team when they see there's an opportunity to improve things. That's a great point. That's a great point. Having that second voice can mean the world. Yeah. And just that reinforcement. So important. So Cindy, would you consider your company successful based on conventional criteria? Um, yeah. So based on conventional <laughs> criteria, I would say it's probably not successful in that we're not changing um, every hospital in the United States over to our product. We're working very hard at getting the word out. And um, I'm very proud of our team at Killy Medical Drain Carrier of um, contacting hospitals and doing outreach. But we're uh, successful in other ways. And we're also spreading our 
wealth of information and uh, need to other women in other countries. So in addition to the Keeley Medical Train Carrier, we have been working with women in Africa uh, to help them establish small businesses that include making aprons that can also hold the uh, Jackson Pratt drain bulbs. So there is a decorative version of our product, but it's made by women that are in microloan groups in Tanzania and Kenya. And because of their small businesses, they're able to pay school fees, get farming supplies and medical care. So in a conventional sense, we're not that successful, but when it comes to really what I consider success, bringing um, needs, um, bringing help, bringing empowerment, bringing confidence to others, we feel that we're very successful. So these women are now teaching their children how to sew the aprons. And so they're creating a new generation of small business owners. I would agree that you are very successful because having those kinds of programs in place are, are so important and you've reached other countries. So that's very important. And it's so interesting how we all have our different ideas of success. So I would say that you're very successful. The company's very successful and in the process, of growing your company, you're helping others in so many different ways. So great work. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And I'm very proud of how these women are um, understanding the process of how to create a company and how to get uh, financially stable. And it's, um, I'm learning from them, actually. So there's some wonderful things that both of us are gaining from this uh, partnership that we've formed. Wonderful. And they're able to help their communities as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's a win-win situation. Right, right. <laughs> and, and Cindy, um, you, you touched on how you've extended your reach to um, help other people. Are there other things in your business model that allows you to do this as well? Yeah, I believe that, again, back to the startup community, now that I've been in business for six years, it's now my opportunity to go back and help others as they're beginning their businesses. So um, I've had you know ups and downs, and we learn sometimes from our mistakes. So I'm able to bring some of that wisdom, if you will, to those who are just now starting their businesses and getting ready to um, begin a, a startup and bring new thoughts to the world. So um, I don't consider myself a startup or our business a startup any longer, but we can bring what we have learned to others who are now in that stage. And we came to our actual product through a very unconventional method, which um, I found has helped others. And that is that um, rather than going and producing very expensive prototypes, we went to the dollar store and started buying items that we thought might eventually 
become the product that we needed. And by working with very inexpensive resources, we came very close to the end product. So people often consider um, inventing something new is gonna be very expensive, but we really believe that if you can start small with inexpensive items, you can get a better idea of what direction you wanna go and you haven't soaked yourself, you know, without, um, without some sort of good uh, lead for where you're gonna go. So um, consider getting, you know, just inexpensive ways to create an initial prototype and testing it that way, and then you can build up. That's a great point. You know, starting a business is very time consuming. It can be tough at times just to be able to reach that point where you're able to ramp up. And um, you also touched on being conservative with spending. That's, that's so important. So I know that you are a great asset to, you know, new startups and new business owners. So a great way to, to share your information and your wisdom. Thank you. Well, I hope it helps. And I'm still learning. So <laughs> I don't know everything yet. I'm still learning. I'm with you there. It's definitely <laughs> a journey in itself. <laughs> yes, it is, right? But yeah. isn't it um, worthwhile? I feel it's so rewarding. And had I decided, like many of my peers at this age, to retire, I think I would have been very unhappy. And so this has created a whole new life for me, a great new journey. And I feel I'm younger because I've gotten um, back into doing something that I really love. I love that. I love that. And, you know, it is so important to have that that certain thing that just brings you joy and you wake up and you're excited about it. And um, I can honestly say that I've learned so much more when I decided to start my own business than I did in corporate America. And you just kind of have more freedom to explore and try different things and connect with all different kinds of people. So it's, it's wonderful. Absolutely. I think you're right on. And what you're doing right now with this podcast and giving people a true insight into their cancer journey is a void in the market and you're filling it. So I'm really proud of what you're doing. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you for your kind words and your support. It means everything. And believe me, it, it helps to keep me going. So thank oh, you. Good, good. <laughs> Glad. And you do the same for us also. So thank you. You're, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. So Cindy, before I end the podcast, I always like to ask my guests two questions. The first one is, what is something that you have learned in life that you would like to share with the audience? And I think I've made a couple of references to it, but it's being in a network and creating a community or a tribe that can be there when you're having off days or you don't feel as um, you know, successful as you want. Um, there are so many advantages to creating um, a strong network of people around you. And they don't have to be in the same industry. They can be in you know, entirely different worlds. But I think having um, folks who are just willing to hear how your day goes or how you're feeling a bit defeated at the time helps because they've been through it. And they can often give you just that kind of 
support and um, mental um, health that you need to get on to the next journey. So I would strongly uh, encourage people to surround themselves with people who are also um, creating um, an answer to a solution or a problem, I'm sorry, a solution to a problem. Great advice. That's that's so wonderful because we all have those days, whether we, you know, try to hide it or not. We have those days where we're like, wow, this is not going the way I hope that it would be going today. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> to be able to pick up the phone or get on Zoom or whatever and just connect with people and say, hey, I need a little bit of support today. <laughs> I'm and, not feeling very good today. Yes, yeah. And they'll say, yeah, and I'm going to call you back when I'm not feeling so great either. And that's mm -hmm. when it can really be, you know, valuable to each other. Yes, you reciprocate that care and support. Yes, mm -hmm. right. All right. And so my final question for you, Cindy, is what's next for you? Oh boy, good question. Um, I am heading back to Africa towards the end of the year if we're allowed um, based on the uh, pandemic and working with the women on creating new um, items to create other than aprons. They're very handy at using the sewing machine now. And I want to teach them that they can expand beyond aprons and begin to make things for their own families and for the communities where they live. So I'm very excited about returning to Africa. And then for our company, I'm very um, excited about approaching other prestigious hospitals that are looking at our product right now and evaluating it. So we're hoping that we can create even more demand for the product. And I want to say that we're also available to individuals who are uh, looking at coming to um, the point where they're going to require surgery. So we have um, an online store where you can purchase the Keeley Medical Drain Carrier. And that is Keeley Carrier. Oh, I'm sorry. It's www.medicaldraincarrier.com. That's for our website. And then we're also on social media. And I also want, I forgot to tell you, I'd like to give you an insight on the name of our company. Keeley is what um, the locals in Kenya and Tanzania call Kilimanjaro. And to me, Kilimanjaro represents having a difficult struggle, but overcoming it. And so I selected the name Keeley to be the brand of our medical drain carrier because I believe it helps people get overcome um, a major goal that they have in their life, and that's recovering safely from surgery. That is exciting. And thank you, Cindy, for explaining the name and the meaning of the name. That's, that's very interesting, and I really like it. I think it really speaks to the product, so great choice on the name. Thank you. Thank you. Our mamas that make the aprons are very proud that they're a part of it. <laughs> It helps them know that they are included in the in the company. That's so important. Yeah, so important. And so, Cindy, thank you so much for joining us, sharing your story, talking about your amazing product and how it can help women um, going through a tough time in their life. Are there any other places where people can find you other than what you've mentioned so far if they want to connect with you and ask questions? 
Yeah, please look us up on social media. We're uh, Killy Carrier on Twitter, and um, we're also on LinkedIn, and we're on Facebook and Instagram. So Killy Drain Carrier is our handle on Facebook and Instagram. They're always um, able to contact me via email, and that's Cindy, spelled C-I-N-D-E, at medicaldraincarrier.com. Perfect. Thank you, Cindy, for that. Thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure talking with you and just being on the board with you. Thank you so much. And I want to give a shout out to our listeners. Thank you for joining us today. That is it for this Wednesday. And until next time, let's keep navigating cancer together. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope this episode filled you with hope, inspiration, and information. If you enjoyed the content and found it helpful, please leave a review, rating, and subscribe to the show. It will help others find us so we can share this very important information. Thank you so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate your support and join us for the next episode. Until then, let's keep navigating cancer together. Thank you.